TVH, the season finale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you guys for sticking with us um, throughout the season, throughout these six episodes. Um, I feel like it's been a great ride. It has been. I feel like this season was such a level up from last season. Um, You know, we did so well. I think our episodes, our topics were so good. Yeah, and we were looking at our like um our episodes the other day and just scrolling through them and we were and Big said this is like Ruth, this is something yeah. I would listen to even if I was in exactly. a private. Exactly. And that's really what I love about and what we do here. Yeah. You know, so we figured for the last episode of the season we would we had to come out with a banger, you know. So yes. um it's funny because we actually recorded another a whole banger. episode, guys. We edited planned recorded a whole episode and then we had to scrap it yeah had guests on everything that was that was a difficult one we just listened back to it and we felt as if it kind of didn't really match the energy of our other episodes um and you know we don't want to half-ass anything so we'd rather just we're like nah we're gonna do another one um and do it justice so here we are, the season yeah. finale, and, you know, Nick Cannon was trending this week, so um, mm-hmm. he basically he did an interview on his podcast and said some controversial stuff that actually got him fired. Um, so take a listen to mm-hmm. what Nick was saying. Then when we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm-hmm. about who we really are as gods and, and right. understanding that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it. The sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them. So then they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of a, a deficiency. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. Okay, so now that you guys have a little bit of context about what happened um, and the situation, um, when we first listened to it or when we first saw it, we got it in our, like, our own conversation yeah. and um it kind of just it it raised the question can black people be racist is that a thing yeah and of you course know? Ruth and I we sort of <laughs> we didn't really agree um and yeah. I guess now we're just and on we don't yeah agree. like I guess we're just on this wave now where whenever we disagree about something we want to talk about it on TV8 <laughs> that is the episode <laughs> that is the episode exactly. of the week so we figured, you know, it so, was yeah. a conversation worth having. You know, we've heard things about reverse racism in the past before. Um, 
And, mm. you know, we were super excited to get into this. So we were joined by a great group of guests, all from the class of 2023, might I add. 2023, representing again. Only way to end the season. Exactly. You know? That's what we had to, we had to bring them back. Um, one thing we did ask of our guests, is to actively listen this time and to receive what people yeah. are saying, you know, rather than just rush and to respond. So as listeners as well, I ask that you guys do that, to, like, actually listen and retain what people are saying. And then from then on, like, you know, think about your own perception, your own beliefs, you know, and then would it maybe it might have changed by the end of the episode. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it was affirmed. But, yeah, just hope you guys can take away something from this conversation. Right. I agree. I think TVH is all about learning how to have a productive conversation, and that means listening effectively as well as communicating effectively. So hopefully we portray that in the episode. Um, so let's just get right into it. Okay. I'm Amara Payne. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I go to George Washington University. Yeah. <laughs> I am Diana Chobi. Uh I also go to George Washington University. I'm from Togo, but I was raised in Maryland most of my life. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Jose Romero. I'm from Baltimore City, Maryland. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and my I I go to GW. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. sophomore. And uh, yeah. Man. Jose, you actually have. Um, you have a little business you got going. You oh, let oh the people know. right. You're right. Oh, well, I happen to run this little venture that I care so much about called uh, Fortunato Finance, um, which you can learn more about on my Instagram, Fame Fortunato, F-A-M-E-F-O-R-T-U-N-A-T-O. And um, with that being said, um, I teach people through a one-to-one mentorship program, how to invest in the basics. I've been doing it for over a year at this point. So it's my way of spreading the knowledge and um, in a very affordable way. Yeah, we're all for financial literacy. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, we're so excited to start this conversation. I'm sure um, you all know what's kind of gone down with Nick Cannon and why he's been popping in the timelines and on Twitter. And um, what's the word? What's that word? Why he's been trending? Trending, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say tagging. (laughs) I was like, no, he's not tagging on Twitter. He's just, thank you. He's trending on Twitter. Um, So, yeah, I'm really excited to get into the conversation. And I just want to know, like, what were your general thoughts on what went down? (laughs) Me personally, I watched the video and I didn't see anything wrong with what he said at all because... Mm -hmm. I like uh, looking at different perspectives and studying a lot of the pro-black community, like Mm -hmm. pro-black, (laughs) pro-black community. And they tend to follow people and reference people like Farrakhan and Malcolm Mm -hmm. X, people like that who've been historically labeled anti-Semitic and follow certain quote unquote conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. like banking families, Rothschilds, things like that. So when he said that, I wasn't really shocked and I didn't think anything crazy at all I was like okay cool his delivery was a little you know iffy because you know somebody's writing his checks but I didn't really think anything crazy I was like okay um I mean I guess I'll go next um well I definitely 
like I, I spent a lot of time like learning about like just through like the breakfast club and all that stuff whenever they mm-hmm. have somebody on that has those kinds of opinions I love to learn about that aspect because I personally obviously I'm not black so I like learning about other things and learning how other people see it but with that being said um like was said previously he he had he kind of he's in an umbrella where he has to understand that he has to answer to people so it's like he chose to be on a Caucasian platform and use his talents to you know what I mean make them money so he has to understand that you're there's right. a responsibility that comes along with that and whether could or not have been on BET if racist could have been with revolt tv and diddy but mm-hmm. where is he right now you know what i mean and diddy even offered him the slot so right it just goes to say it's just what he does from here but no i just thought that um he he definitely could have delivered it better but a lot of what he said like historically is is a little true <laughs> so yeah. Um, um, yeah yeah i think i have to agree with um with you guys initially when I first um, heard about what was happening or saw like a snippet of it um, I didn't find an issue with it as well because it was more so I thought he was talking about white people because of the history and everything they're actually the ones that are more barbaric more vicious more violent towards black people right Um, and then when I looked more into it the parts that I hesitated um, I guess to wrap my head around was when he started using pseudoscience to justify it, right? When he talks about like, like the lack of melanin um, and how then that causes them to then have these traits, which I think yeah. is in a way hypocritical because pseudoscience has been used throughout history to justify a lot of, you know, um, racism, a lot of stereotypes mm-hmm. that black, black people face today. And eugenics. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I was like, okay, the basis of your argument is definitely very iffy and not right. right. Um, and even like the way Twitter responded to it initially, like black Twitter, I think um, like it was more so when I saw it, I was thinking he was talking about white people, right? So I didn't recognize the anti-Semitic part of it until I then looked at the video again. I think where people got it mixed up is like he was using um, Jewish people and mm-hmm. white people like interchangeably. Like he kept going yeah. back and forth. That's a dangerous game. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's not like um, explicitly said Jewish people or then talk about like Israel. I don't think what he said would be deemed anti-Semitic. It probably would be anti-white. But anti-Semitic, no. You see? Anti-Semitic so, but, is an easy way to make it, it make a certain group of people way more mad. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's easy to frame it that way when it, um, well, when it, when it triggers like- a certain group more. Right. And I think that they should be triggered, though. I think that they're in every right to be mad at something like that. And I think there you mean like Jewish people or like Jewish people and white people, because how I see it is like if you if you make a claim like that, that white people are barbaric or, you know, like some of the stuff he was saying, like, I can see why a white care person would be like, oh, like I could see why he was fired for that. Honestly, I understand Viacom specifically, you can fire someone for talking about something you don't want people to hear. But like in the big picture, why is it that Nick Cannon got so quickly canceled over saying something quote unquote anti-Semitic when people say things all the time that are racist towards black people, they say all types of things and they don't get the quick and harsh repercussions that he got. So it makes me think, so who's in charge that is so hurt by these quote-unquote anti-Semitic comments that were barely anti-Semitic in my opinion? 
And then it goes back to the whole, like we're talking about Jewish people, but when we're talking right now, I feel like we're talking about white Jewish people. So if we can agree that we're talking about white Jewish people, then every single argument I've heard about like this is racist or Jewish and mm-hmm. like black people should come together is immediately disqualified and people mm-hmm. try to bring up Jewish people of color I don't get where that fits in because you talk about Jewish people you're talking about bat mitzvahs and shit we're talking about American white Jewish people who yeah. I haven't seen them been be worried about the Jewish people in the Middle East or Africa you know Israel things like that really nope. They worried about their bar mitzvahs and their trip to Israel and stuff like that. Right. So by now, right. you you want to bring up the color Jews hmm. <laughs> now that it's relevant. So I don't get that argument, but I think that's a privilege. Saying. Yeah, I think that's purely like in a prime example of privilege, though. Yeah, and really. I, in in the way that like like being racist is a privilege too, because like you you have to have something that society sprinkles on top of another group of people that you can then go and sprinkle more in order to be considered racist in the first yeah, place. Yeah. It's like racism is a like, luxury in a way. Yeah, I think like it would be very nice if black people, when white people say racist shit, they're cut out just as quickly yeah. as this black person was. Exactly. Like that's the ideal situation for me. Like that, however, with that being said, it doesn't negate that Nick Cannon should have been chopped. Like, I still think that either way, everyone should be, you know, if you say something um, bigoted or something racist, something anti-Semitic, the long list of things we can go through, um, you should be chopped for that, you know, depending on your organization and where your organization's values lie. And so for Viacom making that decision, I was like, okay, like he didn't get cut from, what was it? Like he has a bunch of other stuff that he does. He didn't get cut from them because those organizations were like, oh, it's okay. Like we we still we don't we we don't mind standing right. by someone that has said that, right? So rightfully so. Every organization has their own right to pick who they want to work with and who they don't. So him getting fired is not even really much of my concern. However, there is some one thing that you said, um, Diana, and I just like have a question because you said like you said you felt it was barely anti-Semitic. So I just want to understand why you why you why you didn't think it was very anti-Semitic on his video because i know he like said other things like right. over social media but on the video all he mentioned was like he threw in jewish people and the rothschilds banking families mm-hmm. and because he was using it interchangeably and when he specifically he was, he was speaking a lot of uh, yeah. it was all over the place yeah when he said jewish people i heard jewish people when he said european people i didn't hear jewish people like because i know he called right he said animals stuff like that i wasn't hearing jewish people are animals got i heard you. and so got you what i heard was the rothschilds and yeah banking family things like that so i don't know i didn't think that was anti-semitic because i've seen like historical records and things about the rothschilds and other like large jewish banking families so i didn't think i was like okay <laughs> I mean, I have I to, also, to say something's barely anti-Semitic just because I'm not Jewish. Like, I feel like, like, that's like a black, like, that's like a white person saying, oh, that's not racist, in a way. You know, it's like, who are you to tell me what's racist in the same way it's like, oh, okay. Like, I, I, it, you're right. I agree with what you're saying. In my mind, it's not anti-Semitic, but I hesitate to put that out there because it's like, if anyone's going to call it anti-Semitic, I'm going to leave it to the Jews. Yeah, I've right. actually seen arguments from Jewish people that are saying mm-hmm. it's because it perpetuates a history yeah. of you know, like a the stereotype. banking family 
which makes zero sense to yeah. me because they explain it and say things like Jewish people were forced into the banking yeah. um, industry. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> now they are like at the top. What's the problem? I'm sorry. You're, for, you're forced into wealth. Into I'm something so good. Yeah, like you poor thing. I don't know. I'll play my tiny violin. I don't know. I'm sorry. It happened, but you made the best out of it because you were able to. Because right. maybe you're different. not black. It's yeah. very different. I get what you well, mean. Also, I think like historically when you take, like we, when we contextualize, I think Nick Cannon was trying to contextualize white people in a way that white people have contextualized us. So when he's, when he's saying that when he's calling them animals or attributing barbaric behavior, when he's referencing, because I think a lot of like what I gathered from it was talking about like colonization, imperialism, stuff like that, maintaining mm. more or like, like the first thing that came to my mind was like the fact that white people would sit and watch someone be lynched or hung, like what? Right. Like that, my you thing know. Is, I was just, I was just like white people, in Can't. my mind, white people have always called the other group, the people of color, the black people, yep. animals, mm -hmm. savages, lesser than when they've mm -hmm. always been the ones to take and destroy. That's so true. In right. my personal standpoint. So that's something like when what Diana Diana's saying is like, that was kind of what resonated with me when I heard him explain something like that. And I don't think he was referencing, I think he was doing something wrong and making Jews synonymous with white Europeans. Mm. Because, and then when we look at Amer white Americans who are just mixtures of European cultures and white Europeans that came over here initially, the white Europeans, the Italian immigrants, the Irish immigrants, the Polish immigrants, those were the black people of the white. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they were oppressed yeah. the same way that yeah. we were, but it was still always whoa, in America. Whoa, whoa. Not the same way, but I know what you no, mean. No, but like I'm saying like they were oppressed in the hierarchy the same yeah in the hierarchy but it's still always at least you're not black you know what i'm saying like it's like those white people were like still a step but i think that i but i think that identity of like oppression wears off way faster with them than it ever would with 100%. a black person that's purely because true. the remnants the remnants of what it's like to be an irish immigrant in america are way less painful than what it's like to be the descendant of a slave in southern like in the southern U.S., like that's a whole different existence right. in and of itself, and it's like the way that the really like the way that it, it ends up being is just that it doesn't impact them as much a few generations down the line. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. Regardless of where they came from, countries. When people see them, they see white. When people see us, they see black. You know, and mm -hmm. that comes with a lot of different things. Um, and I think Amari, you, you mentioned this in the beginning, but like. That's what I thought of initially when I saw Nick Cannon's um, video when he was talking about white people as being like barbaric people and being animalistic and everything. I was like, this is the same like rhetoric that's been pushed on black people for centuries, yeah. like forever. Yeah. And, it's the same uh, argument for eugenics. Literally, mm -hmm. it's the same thing that people have been saying for forever. And it's like now when Nick Cannon said it and flipped it, right? He flipped it completely. The backlash, not to say that what he said was right, but I was just surprised at the backlash that he got. And it made me think, like, I wish people, when it comes to, like, this anti-Semitic thing and everything, like, I wish people and corporations, like, reacted to racist rhetoric the same way they react yeah. to anti-Semitic re rhetoric. Because it's 100%. It is 100%. 100%. 
but like to me it's also like okay but two wrongs don't make a right if you know that white people have been doing this for years and you didn't fuck with it right but the reaction of it i agree it's a larger of our society and our community you know i know i think i think there's definitely cause for dissatisfaction there because it's like it, it's kind of a thing where it's like this has been happening to me for all this damn time it comes one time yeah. back to you and suddenly and yeah he's fired, his life was ruined and yeah. it's just like it's but like, his wow. life is not ruined you know? i want to make and, point, point that out thing, his though. life is not ruined and, but but people are making it out to be like viacom went and ruined his life and it's like yeah. no they just know he doesn't correspond with their platform and what they have to push in to make their money like that's capitalism yeah. I'm surprised that people even are saying that he's canceled because maybe in like to the eyes of white people, he's canceled or just, I don't know. Like I don't think he's canceled. He just got fired. Let's just call it he got fired. He didn't get canceled. He just got fired. But you know how I see it? It's like people get fired for a lot of stuff. Like people get fired for things that they've said 20 years ago. People get fired for any form of hate speech that an organization does not right. fuck with. Like that's, that's, not, that's not a problem to me. I think anyone should be able to fire whoever they think. Like, you know, that's up to them. Um, but I really want to know, you know, we came here for a reason, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today <laughs> to discuss the question of, do you think black people can be racist? But before we go into that, how do you guys define racism? Yes. Important. 100%. Okay. I will go first because I, so for me, my stance on this is that I don't think that black people can be racist to white people. And the reasoning why is because my definition of systemic racism is when a people is systematically oppressed. Mm -hmm. Like in America, black people have been systematically oppressed throughout history. So I don't think that black people can commit racist acts towards white people because black people are still below white people in that system. But I do think black people can hold prejudices towards white people. I do think black people can be racist towards other minorities because other minorities are still being oppressed by the same system. I don't agree with to the degree, maybe, but they're still being oppressed by the same system. So that's okay. my take on it. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, well, mine, I, and I've, thought about this for a long I've always thought about this because I mean I've dealt with it because I was one of the only Latino kids where I grew up so it's like I always like I get stuff said to me I mean I'd fight but it's it's a little different when you grow up you know what I mean you got to yeah. respond with words but it's like right. <laughs> the reality is that it's like um I I honestly have come to define racism as like the outward suppression of another person or group of persons purely based upon skin color not yep. not purely based upon skin skin color but using skin color as, as the defining for it yeah yeah there you go that's that's my definition for our, i, I understand it. and because of that it's like i think that it's a like i said earlier like racism is kind of a privilege to have because you can't suppress people if you're not like placed above them in somebody's head already and mm -hmm. the kind of thing is that it's like it's so hard for a black person to be racist like how but I think Nick Cannon's a special case because he has a platform. Like, it's a little different at that point. Once you get a certain amount of money, and it's a little different. But I think in general, no. I think black people it. can be racist. You can. Um, okay. I, I, I don't, for me, racism applies to everybody. And to me, racism, this conversation for me boils down to just human decency 
and just a mutual respect for each other. And I don't think black people are exempt from that, you know? Um, but I, I'd love to hear what you guys think as well. I, I agree with Jose, like his definition of racism is re really exactly what mine is. Um, and like, I get what you mean, like from a systemic standpoint, like it's a little, you can't, that doesn't really exist. However, like on a possible. day to day, yeah, like it still happens, but like on a day to day, yeah, like I, I like I be in rooms sometimes, like with black people. I love you guys, but like we be like saying stuff about white people that I'm like, yo, <laughs> if they were to do this to us, we would hate it. And I understand that, that there's a power play to consider, but it, it it it's it's about human decency and it's about respect to me that I think everybody deserves. Okay, well for me, like as black people, can we be um, bigoted? Yes. Can we pre can we be prejudiced? Yes but can we be racist? No, because my definition of it is definitely more in line with um, Amara's and um, race, like she said as well, was a construct created by white people to keep black people down, right? Like the mm -hmm. whole idea of it was to keep that power play, um, the power dynamic, like keep, they wanted to keep it going. Um, and so to me, like racism is, is prejudice against someone um, based on their race. Um, but it's also reinforced by like institutional, systematic, historical structures. I think that's really important to say because like I can be prejudiced against you, against another person, but am I in a place of power where I can enforce that, where I can like inflict that on masses of people? No. That's where I think it's different. Like you can be prejudiced, you can be bigoted, or racist. Um, I don't think you can be as a black person. Okay, so I would say yes and no, because I agree completely with what you just said, Ruth, based on power dynamics and things like that. Like say, I read something once that was talking about a black mother told her black son, don't bring no white girl in my house. And I feel like that's different than a white mother telling her white son, don't bring no black girl, do not bring a black girl into my home. You think because that's different? I do think that's different because <laughs> if a black mother says that in, in America, I think mm -hmm. we're talking about America mainly right now. In we America, have to be. We yeah. have to be because in the rest <laughs> of the world, it don't apply. It's like, a whole different. This is a whole different. different. As soon as yeah. you go a little bit out. too far <laughs> south as soon as you and zoom east, out. Yeah, it's, like, it's a different world. Yeah. So in America, right if now. I'm a black mother, I've experienced things with white people yeah. growing up, this, that, and the third. So I'm like, I don't really want a white oh, person in my house yeah. to yeah. come and cause me problems. Mm. But a white woman, what problems has she experienced with black people mm. that aren't rooted that. in racism? Like she thinks black people are rowdy or something like that, that aren't rooted in racism. So now you're saying you don't want a black person in your house. So mm. that's not racism to me. That black mother is just using her brain. She doesn't want a white well, person coming into her house and causing problems. So for yeah. me, that's not racism. But with Nick Cannon, I will say that was, first of all, I don't know if Jewish is a race. I, is that a thing? No, let's just say that he was, was <laughs> anti-white speech. Okay, so Nick Cannon talking about white people saying they're uh, animalistic and things like that. For me, that type of speech is rooted in Black supremacy, which honestly, sometimes I can understand. You might think I'm crazy right now, things he's talking about, because when you look at genetics, if I tell you I can 
run faster than you am i being mean or am i telling you i can run faster than you <laughs> genetically <laughs> from my genetic predisposition people of color are more fit to live on earth literally to live on earth than people you with think that skin. yeah they're okay but easily i could say people with black skin are more fit to pick cotton and work on a field that's because their skin with the earth what do you mean though because i feel like that that's such a that's such a slippery slope like i'm saying people of mm -hmm. color you're saying physically like genetically are, and like biologically right Diana? yeah yeah, to live okay. where okay. the sun is freaking shining. And so then, therefore, they should be out on a field doing that type of work. No, but that's what people have in history. That's logic that was used. Right. It's and is that, not what, is that not what you agree with? No, I'm it's, saying that. Am I, am I misunderstanding you? Yeah, I'm trying to say that he is mm -hmm. saying that they are lesser than mm -hmm. Black people because he thinks... He's trying to say white people are lesser than black people, basically, right. because of genetics. Right. So maybe black people can pick cotton faster than white people. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's trying to say that based on a black supremacy level, which mm -hmm. I would say is racist, I guess. I don't like I'm not very attached to the term racism. So when it's based mm -hmm. in supremacy, I think it's racism. And when it's based on history, knowledge, you know, you see things happen. Uh. Yeah, uh, see, but that, context. that's not racism. Yeah, context. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, to touch on what Diana said, like, a kind of personal anecdote was mm -hmm. I was talking to my mama, and my mom was white, and my dad's black. So I was talking to her, and actually, my grandma, I just went back home to, like, where my mom's from, which is in, like, Virginia. Very Trump country, very mountainous, <laughs> very racism, very Confederacy. Um, <laughs> very anti-black we'll say that but um i was talking to my mom i was like i don't think i could ever date a white man personally mm -hmm. and to touch on what diana was saying like when we think about i i explained it to my mom like this i was thinking about when we look at generational and historical trauma that black people and people of color have faced from white people like that automatic kind of fear or that automatic kind of like like when your parents teach you from a young age what to do when the cops pull you over what your parents teach you from a young age like how to talk on the phone how to talk to white people how to say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir yes sir like stuff like that i explained to her like a combination of generational trauma and personal trauma in my own life because i went to a private school k through 12 and I'm in the South, I'm in Nashville. These were Republican calling me the N-word every day, calling me da da da. White men were never nice to me, we'll say that. <laughs> so it's a combination of generational trauma and the historical yeah. trauma and personal trauma that I face to cause me to make an educated decision on who I choose to spend my time around, mm -hmm. not based off of, and yeah. I think that's a lot of the thing is like, this is based off of what historically has happened to my grandma, has happened to my dad, has happened to my auntie, stuff like that, and what's happened to me. So I think, like what Diana was saying, like racism, I wouldn't call that a racist decision. Like for me not to date white men, I would call that a decision based on the education I've received or the treatment I've received from white people mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. 
So that's kind of so, like Diana's example about like a black mom yeah. saying, don't bring a white girl. That's what, that's what like that reminded me of. Cause right. I just had that conversation with my mom and my grandma. My grandma was like, well, you, you know, you're white too. And I was like, girl, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just different. She doesn't right. come out. So. Okay. That makes me want to backtrack on saying Nick Cannon was racism, was being racist. Mm-hmm. Because racism was created by white people being discriminatory for no logical reason. Mm-hmm. So when I go back to Nick Cannon and well, for like them it's survival. Saying, I understand that. Yeah, I understand what and he saying. that's where he had a point. Isn't it because you need melanin. To keep us down. I agree with you. Like racism and race, these are all social constructs that were created by white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To keep so, above, to keep themselves the dominant group, to keep themselves, you know, privileged. Yeah, I heard a quote that says you don't steal from an empty bank. Like, why you need the black man down so you need him down for you to be on a certain level. Right. You really do, because the whole world revolves around the oppression of black people everywhere. Not well, uh, let me say indigenous native people. If they're not yeah. oppressed, then the white man cannot be where he's at. So it is survival for them. I agree with you. Like, even with what Nick Cannon was trying to say, like, as everyone Mm -hmm. else, I get where he came from. You know, I get what he's trying to communicate. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it makes sense because of the history and just the exhaustion. You know, at that point, it's like, when you are seeing people, your people being slaughtered, you know, being killed, being murdered, Mm -hmm. is that not animalistic to you? Don't you see that? And like, Mm -hmm. actually, people that are attacking us, um where i again said this before too where i hesitate with what he said is um when he says things like that when he calls them animals when he calls them um you know barbaric all the things that we've tried to remove tried to change for ourselves because they've deemed us as that for so long it kind of discredits our 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 argument and our movement you know because it's like we're saying we want to dismantle this, but we're also pushing that notion that we're saying this is wrong because, yeah. you know, it's based off of this and this and that. But then when we subject it to them, they're going to be able to be like, oh, okay, but you said that. Or something, you know what I mean? Right. It's discredited right. rather than like pushes it in the right, right direction. <clears throat> okay, yeah, but yeah. if you say Black people are, um, you know, an animal because this, that, and the third, the this, that, and the third is going to be false made up things that are nonsense like their skin color or they live in the jungle some shit like that but if you say white people are animals it's going to be based on the fact that they have lynching parties and things that are true yeah so there's also that to think about yeah like was he was it wrong to say what he said yes you shouldn't say that that about anyone but yeah was there justification and evidence to the behavior that he was describing of course because historically You think about all, look at Christopher Columbus, look at Andrew Jackson, look at all the things, these white men that a lot of people praise, look at what they've done to the communities of color, to indigenous community. Like, yeah. if that's, that's not animalistic and barbaric, America. right, what can, what can you do? I don't know. I think it's really dangerous to say something like black people can't be racist because it's like, it's like, what do we want? What is our end goal? Is our end goal to 
cut out all forms of discrimination and things like that? Or is it to only cut it out for black people? Once you widen it to like the whole system, I think it, yeah. the conversation kind of changes. Like it does. But we're talking about like on a one-to-one yeah. level, the whole purpose of this is can a black person be racist, right? Like on a yeah. one-to-one level. And I think that's like a very rare possibility, but I think it is a possibility. I don't even and, think yeah. it's that rare. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When we look at the basism, let's say black people can be racist. So mm-hmm. if a white person says something prejudiced towards a black person, why? Mm-hmm. And if a black person makes jokes and says something quote unquote racist towards a white person, why? Well, so what are they saying? What's the difference in the whys? I feel like we have to look at that. But this is the thing. I think I think the way you're about to frame this is a way that's going to benefit you purely because like, what are they saying? That's the difference. Something racist. Like we're saying black people can that's be a racist. Why, that's like, a, like this big yeah. of a definition. Like you need to give like a, well, what I, it, like what they're saying say? this thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm just asking <laughs> because you, you propose it. I want to be specific. Okay, should we use the animal thing? I I guess I don't know. (laughs) I'm just asking so we can know. Since we're okay, let's say a black person calls a white person an animal. Why did they say that? And if a white person calls a black person an animal, why did they say that? I just think the the reason you shouldn't call anyone an animal. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, why would like either way it's racist. I think how I see it is either way it's racist. The why to me doesn't really matter because not many people are gonna take the time to figure. It does matter. It does matter. What is racist? So if it's racist, it's racist. If I tell you I run faster than you, the thing is the racist. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. People, white people being racist, like the basis of it itself is just them wanting to you know further themselves and make sure that they're above. With black people, if they are racist or have that hatred towards black people, it's, I mean, if, if with black people, if they have that hatred towards white people, it's usually because they have been um, oppressed for so long, or it's more so like a let's talk like, discrimination instead of racism situation rather than them just out of nowhere saying, "Oh, I hate white people." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the discrimination and racism. Are I think the, the same basis thing, is though. definitely different. I think I yeah. think we we're starting to agree in the way that I think. The basis is definitely different in the way that it's like where it stems from is definitely a different playing field. But I think the way it plays out, given that in the in each situation, the acting party, the one that's trying to be racist, I think when we get to that part of it, it's a little bit different, if that makes any sense. So, no, I just think it's both racist like the why to me is one and one prejudice i think that one is one is being bigoted and then the other is being racist because you have to hold the definition is that you're discriminating against someone that holds a different opinion than you right Let's use because discrimination. Discrimination? Oh, they're both discriminatory. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, do, do it My, but you can't. What, what's, you can't no, push can forward this idea. Why a black person calls a white person an animal, and why a white person calls a black person an animal? What? Are yeah, the I, I mean, I think you know the answer that we're all gonna give you. Okay. <laughs> so now we have to decide: Does the basis mm-hmm. matter? That's yeah, the question. Yeah. I think to, that's yeah. And I, I, I honestly don't think it does. 
Like, okay. I, I don't think it does. I think you call a shoe a shoe. If it's racist, it's racist, no matter where you're coming from. And Nick Cannon, he what he said was racist. You know, even though it, it's justified, if you want to call it that, even though there's sufficient evidence to, to say why what he said was, was um, historically true, I get that, but it's still racist. I have an analogy for you. So mm -hmm. what if uh, your shirt is just, really just disgusting and ugly like it literally is okay. an ugly shirt and i yeah. come and tell you hey your shirt is just really disgusting and ugly like it's just yeah. ugly because it is or if your shirt is fine and i just hate you so much i'm gonna tell you that your shirt is disgusting and ugly because i i hate you and i want you to feel bad even though it's okay. not true i want you to feel bad there's okay. a difference in why i'm telling you your shirt is disgusting right but you're still but telling me my shirt considered... is disgusting right so but, and it's still gonna make me feel but better, i think right? i think i think what diana is like if i'm interpreting what she's saying correctly i mm -hmm. think what she's saying is one is honesty is one is, well one is yeah. honesty and supported by evidence to, and yeah. the other is bullshit yeah. and it's yeah. trying to oppress someone you know what i mean yeah so like, like with like the, the analogy ulterior, she's using yeah with the it's like emotive. an ulterior motive you're trying to make this these people think that there's something that they're not so you can stay in a position of power What's it? What do who benefits from telling white people they are animals? Like right. there's no benefit. But you call black one, maybe one person called a black person an animal one time, a monkey, and now every single person on this planet knows what you're talking about when you say black people are monkeys. Mm -hmm. For myself, yeah. it's that from my knowledge and my heritage, while I'm not black, it, I from my people, I've seen racism in right. in the way that we tend darker to uh, darker pe dar keep darker right. people way further down yeah purely yeah. based off of that and purely based and off of heritage are they not and, black? but they're but they're latino but like what i'm saying is that <laughs> right but what, what i'm trying to explain to you is that it's it's not about the it's not about purely the color that's doing it it's about where that color sits in that system that's what i believe yeah because obviously if it was done the other way like, you, you feel what I, I understand what you're saying. I think people just don't want to lose their place on the totem pole. Like, yeah. why you see, like, like colorism or racism, like, in the Latin community or in other communities. Like, like, I had friends in high school that were Indian, and there's, like, awful colorism that I didn't even realize was there. Oh, the, the, ca Indian the caste system in and of itself is a racist other. institution. Like, oh, yeah, well, we're not even, like, I'm not even going to. We don't even need to get into that, but that's crazy. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like the way like everywhere in the world runs on a power structure that was built by white men to keep like, the black down and, and it's like and it's like but but when you think about like like i can comprehend why mm -hmm. some latinx people would be racist or colorist or like why certain other ethnicity groups or other minority groups would be racist is because you're a minority or you're whatever, but you're still not a black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still where mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. And that's like, like, incentive to keep you where you are is to still keep the black man down. And like, for me, mm. like, I've always been about like, inclusivity and like, like, we bring everybody up. Like, I'm for every minority. Everyone but see, the thing is, I think the statement black people can't be racist is the opposite of it i just think that's dangerous i just i it's just so honestly dangerous. think that's like, just like dangerous. i've had conversations with this one white friend of mine and mm -hmm. she'll literally tell me like she feels like she can't talk in a room full of black people 
because oh, I'm so sorry she feels like she can't talk in a room full of what black but people. diana that's a problem I'm that so is a problem. Do we want we equality? We can. I feel like we, we, I feel like we want. So it's different. It's but very, girl, that's a problem that she feels that way. It like how I see it. it the goal is that no for society. It's a problem because I think in a room full of white people and I feel like I can't talk. Why? But the thing is, that is still a problem. They're both problems. They're you know what I mean? Though. But it don't matter. To me, the reason don't okay. matter. I see where you're coming from now. You, I see where you're coming from now. you see what I... Because you know how, like, even yeah. when you ask about the why and stuff, that stuff, like, logically yeah, for me, just, my brain doesn't care. Like, I'm yeah. just like, it doesn't matter why. It's just yeah. like, yeah. if it's an issue, it's an issue. It's an issue. And I think once we start to do stuff like that it, and we start to bring in more emotion into it. We're no better than like, them. We're no better than them. A white person should be able to come into a room of, of, with black people and talk in the same way that a black person should feel but, that they but, can do, the that they can talk in a room full of white people. You can't talk but about pause. a room full of black people. It's probably because they're like, and I think that the idea that only white people can be racist right that contributes to the whole not not necessarily white guilt but like it's like they're always walking on eggshells and things like that but I think we need to understand because I'm understanding now that for you it doesn't matter why like it's yeah. still happening yeah like if right. I'm feeling uncomfortable I'm feeling uncomfortable if a white woman's feeling comfortable she's yes. feeling uncomfortable yeah it's causing problems in our society and i i think yeah. like the why it doesn't necessarily like in terms of the label the why doesn't matter to me because it's like just, it's still happening and it's still yeah. a problem how i see it it's going to inform the way we have conversations about it because you have to take into context of course but the fact of the matter is it's still racist and the fact of the matter is it's still a problem right either think, way it doesn't it's black people are not exempt from being racist just because we are yeah. at the bottom that's if you like, search, that's, yeah, like if you're searching for enough why, I think you can justify a lot of things. And the yeah. problem is, at least to enough people to where it makes sense. And the problem is that it's like, if we search deeper and deeper for the why, it's always going to come back in a circle and only mm -hmm. push forward things that aren't going to help anybody. At the end exactly. Of the at the end of the day, we all cover. just want respect mutual respect human decency a seat at the table equity like i think really that's what i want another fighting. table give me another fucking table i don't want to <laughs> all right guys i hope you really enjoyed this episode i think it's the perfect way to end out this season um just addressing this topic that we don't really address much you know, in the black community so I'm super excited that you guys got a chance to listen to it. And when you do get a chance, please head over to our Instagram and participate in our question of the day. Let us know what you're thinking, what your thoughts. Can Black people be racist? Mm-hmm. Please, please let us know. Um, and, you know, this being the last episode of the season, this is like a bittersweet moment for us. Yeah. Um, and, again, thank you. I think I really want to emphasize that. Thank you so much for for listening. Um, thank you so much for interacting with us. Thank you for all the love. Yeah. We really appreciate it. We, and we really hope you got something from this season. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Exactly. Um, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to our older episodes, those are available on Spotify. The ones yes. we recorded on GW Radio, on Spotify, all and Anchor. They're all also very good, too. They're all there. So if you ever find yourself missing um, TBH, you know, just head over to our Spotify, our Anchor, 
and listen to an episode. An episode that an you episode haven't listened, listened to. to. Exactly. Or, yeah. And you'll see with us that we just keep, we level up. Season one, we leveled yes. up in season two. And <laughs> inshallah, we're going to level up in season, season three. three. So, TBH will be back and better than ever next season. Stay tuned. We're going to be dropping a lot of surprises for you guys. GW a lot of surprises. GW students, get ready for oh, what's coming, shit. y'all. We can't, I can't even like, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, and we can't tell you nothing, but we are excited. And you will be Yeah, yeah you will. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again. Thank you, guys. And... Really. Wow, here's to season two. Cheers, bitch. Cheers, clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink, bitch. <laughs>